Hi everyone, and welcome to the ADEA podcast special edition featuring the latest ADE publication, which is an exclusive benefit for all ADA members. My name's Jan Orfin, a long-term ADEA member, and I will be your host today. And joining me is Dr. Kate Marsh, editor of the ADE. Hello, Kate, and thank you for your time today. Hi, Jan. So let's talk about the theme of the ADE March edition, which is, of course, the first one for 2019. What exactly is the theme this time? Yeah, so the theme for this edition is type 1 diabetes, and we cover um, yeah, many different aspects, I guess, of the, of the management of type 1. And I guess my, my next question is a wee bit obvious, but why is it important that we cover this theme? And I guess why should it, is it important for our educators to actually read this edition? Yes, I think, I mean, although type 1 diabetes makes up, I guess, a smaller proportion of the total number of people with diabetes, we know the prevalence is increasing and uh, according to Diabetes Australia, there's over over 120,000 Australians currently living with type 1. So it's really, you know, something that most CDs, most CDs will be seeing at least some people with type 1, even if it's, um, they don't work exclusively with this population. Um, but even more importantly, I guess in our last... Um, Member survey. It was it was an area that um, members suggested um, that they would like to to have more information on. Thank you for that. I, I guess for me it was interesting to see some similar issues popping up. Uh, in particular, I was looking at Lois Rowan's article on the uh, management of type one in in inpatients, and it seems to be a topic that's hung around for a long time. But I guess staffing levels change like everything else. But I also yeah. thought it was quite interesting to see some of the new issues in management when you look at things like the JDF update on preventative research and Rachel's article on the medico-legal implications of DIY looping technology. When does it ever stop? Yeah, there's certainly a lot to consider. Yes. Um, and I guess for you, which is or what are the, the must-read articles in this particular edition for you? Yeah, this is a really hard question because I actually found all of them um, really helpful and particularly um, as I guess I work a lot with um, with people with type 1. But I think um, and I think Trish Dunning's article um, is a really important read um, for everyone. So she's written an article on for us on type 1 diabetes in the elderly and I guess, you know, type 1's often thought about a, you know, a condition of, of childhood but obviously people even diagnosed as children do get older and we know more and more people are being diagnosed with type 1 in older age. And I was just having a look at the um, Diabetes Australia statistics and, I mean, currently they have registered that, you know, just over a third of, um, of Australians with type 1 are actually over the age of 60. Um, so I think it's really important that we um, sort of understand some of the issues of managing type 1 as people do get older. And um, Trish has touched on, you know, has given us a really good overview of that and some of the practical considerations and also um, thinking about, you know, managing people who are in a residential aged care facility as they as they get older. So I think that's one um, really important um, one. And I think also for, yeah, for anyone who does work in the area of insulin pumps, both the article um, from... Marlene um, Paik, um, which was a our peer review article for this uh, month, and she and um, her colleagues actually have um, conducted a study looking at the, um, the facilitators of a successful insulin pump sort of education from a consumer perspective, and I think there was some really um, helpful sort of information for people working with pumps just to, yeah, some, I guess, valuable insights for people working with pumps about what um, people with type 1 find helpful 
in terms of starting insulin pump therapy and the help that they gain from a from a CDE in doing that. And also, as you mentioned, um, Rachel's article about DIY looping, um, which is really just updating us on sort of the, um, where ADA and ADS and APEG are up to in terms of um, helping diabetes health professionals understand their professional and legal obligations in this area of practice, because I think it is only going to increase. Thanks for that, Kate. I, I actually agree with you. I, I thought Marlene's um, article was particularly interesting and really highlighting, I guess, the need for for our members to to be both skilled and recognised in being able to provide that support to people going on to insulin pump therapy. Thank you for that. Um, and I guess the the other one is if somebody only got five minutes, which article of this edition do you think is a must read from, from your perspective? Yeah, look, I think um, Jane Overland's article is probably a good one um, here. So she's really um, given us a good overview of just the basics around um, insulin and type 1 diabetes. Um, so, you know, calculating requirements, looking at different, at, um, you know, the basal versus bolus insulin and some basics around adjusting for um, food and exercise and particularly, you know, for those who aren't really experienced with type 1 but sort of want a better understanding of that, I think that was a really helpful um, and practical article. Okay, I thought the other one that was quite interesting and a, and a reminder, I guess, that at the end of all of this is is the consumer. And I think it was the um, the article on from a consumer perspective on the practicalities of travelling with type one diabetes. And I guess that's a little yeah. more complicated today with pumps and and things and and getting through customs and what have you. I just thought that was a quite a nice reminder as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's definitely, and it's definitely something, I mean, just being able to pass on some practical information, I guess, from hearing from someone who, who you know, does travel a lot and has accounted those things is quite helpful for us as CDEs. That's right. That's right. And I guess my final question for you is, what was your, I guess, favourite article in this particular edition? Yeah, so again, a difficult one, but um, I think, look, Alan, I really enjoyed Alan Bolton's article on, um, on exercise. So Alan for those who don't know, is an exercise physiologist. Um, he has type 1 diabetes himself and um, and spends a lot of his time educating um, people with diabetes and also health professionals about diabetes and exercise. And he's really provided um, a great overview of, of the pathophysiology and also the challenges of exercise with type 1 diabetes, but also lots of practical tips um, that we can use um, with you know the individuals with type 1 that we work with. Yes, he's always he's always been very passionate in that area too, Alan. He's he's um, written on it for for a long time, so it was nice to see yeah. some work from him. And the other one I thought that was I really liked. Uh, I've recently had the pleasure of interviewing Amy Rush, and I really enjoyed her article looking at the sort of uh, creative um, clinics and processes for using of CGM. Uh, I yeah, just thought, I was going to say oh, that was my other close second. <laughs> yes, she just she's so passionate and creative. It's um, it's lovely to see our members uh, thinking outside the square. So I thought yeah, that one and was I, a and I, Yeah, and again, I think that's an area that's going to increase in terms of telehealth. And I mean, obviously, it does give us the ability to work with people in different ways and perhaps you know a more convenient um, way because we know that's a big problem for people with type one being able to attend appointments you know, and fitting that in with work and studies. So, you know, I guess it's a good thing to, to be considering. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks, thanks, Kate, once again for your time and thank you to members for, for listening. And please don't forget to visit the ADE online with your membership login via ade.adea.com.
www.ncbs.com.au. And look forward to catching up with you again perhaps next time when the next edition comes out. So thank you and goodbye. Thank you.